This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And we made it to Friday Finally, it's been a whole week. Actually, no, it was a short week. (laughs) We didn't have work on Monday. Um, (laughs) It's still coming down. Literally, I kid you not, at at like 10 a.m., I was sitting in my bed working because it's very cold in my apartment this morning. I look out the window, and when I saw it was snowing, I... I guess we because we like act surprised, even though like we know it's going to snow like they tell us ahead of time. The you thing know? is, though, because we're working from home, I'm not really going anywhere. I don't check the weather that much. <laughs> I like, yeah, I get my little weather app notifications sometimes. It's not like I never check the weather, but I don't feel like I have to be as prepared for it as before when you're commuting and being out and about in the city. Um, so I feel like when it finished snowing all day yesterday, I was like, oh, it's probably just like done. And then no, and it's supposed to snow into like next week too. But it's always funny. You always want what you can't have, regardless of the situation. So in the summer, we're like, oh, I can't wait. Like I love like the winter and the snow. It's so pretty. And then like right now, we're like, when is this gonna fucking end? I can't wait to go to the beach. Like, oh. Well, I hear um, the rooms at the Ritz Carlton in Cancun are not that expensive right now. So maybe we should take a little trip. <laughs> I'd imagine so, but um, no, thank you. <laughs> um. Okay, we are talking about today Real Houses of Dallas and Summer House. If you missed our episode yesterday, we talked about the Jersey premiere and the Salt Lake City reunion, so go check that out. But we moved our Dallas recap to today just so our episodes would stay a little more balanced. There's just so much going on these days. Yeah, We got to tinker with the schedule sometimes. Yeah. And also, speaking of Summer House, so all of this news broke yesterday about winter house like winter but we haven't like found out anything yet and then like last night on watch it happens live andy like kind of dropped like a an easter egg the kids like to call it where he asked amanda and kyle who would you want to join like who would you want to join like summer house and he said like austin and craig and it was just like huh because those are rumored to be on the show like what's happening I don't know how to feel about Winter House. I, to be honest, I, I kind of wish it was like another Summer House situation where they cast random people. Me too. I don't know if I'm super excited to see like Kyle and Amanda and Austin and all of these people in a house together. Like that seems a little unnecessary to me, but I don't know. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to pretend I won't watch it. Yeah, I know, I'm, right? I'm curious if this is like, a peacock type of thing or if they're really like into it if it's just kind of like a a one and done speaking of i don't think yesterday we actually mentioned the exciting news that real houses of miami is officially coming back i know but like i'm i knew this already so i'm not like excited like i'm I'm excited we knew but now we know like now yeah 
it's it's just like a fact that it's happening. It's coming to Peacock, which I think is an interesting move. I think that actually makes a lot of sense because um, NBC, which owns Bravo, like they've been putting a lot of resources into Peacock, but so far there hasn't really been any big like reality shows that they've debuted on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense that if they're trying to get their audience like excited about it, that Real Houses of Miami is like probably going to be a big hit for them i would imagine right um, they said that marisol and lisa like might be coming back i thought it was going to be an entire new cast but it might not be and now they're like larsa pippen might be on the show and i'm like she was on season one and she was not fun okay on the I, show. I believe i've i believe i've confessed before that i have not in the past watched all the seasons of real Housewives of miami i've it's seen only it here three. and there I so obviously I will definitely be going back and catching up. I definitely think it's going to be a mix of the cast, but mm-hmm. also even if there was a 0% chance Larsa was going to be on the show, I fully believe that she would have um her little tabloid friends out there spreading the rumor because <laughs> no no one like seems like accurate. fish fish don't love water as much as Larsa Pippen loves a tabloid moment. So we loved that analogy. I could know, tell. I can tell. Whitney, uh, we've been talking about analogies a lot this week. Um, <laughs> so just analogies on the brain. Let's jump into Dallas. Yeah. We are headed to Lake Austin. Bunch of rock stars. Bunch of rock the stars. The, I, they just can't not do a theme. Like, I feel it like. cringes. I can't. More than, more than any other show on Bravo, Dallas goes with themes when it's just fully unnecessary like you don't need a theme for the bus ride you're just sitting on a bus um them i'm sorry them the bus not being able to go down to the driveway was karma for them making a theme because they were all wearing like 12 inch <laughs> louboutins like they couldn't walk and carrie's, i carrie's little louboutin booties that she was wearing were ridiculous ridiculous can i just tell you that i had this thought right away when i saw that there was zero percent chance i would be walking down that driveway because you know when you're like hot and bothered and like in a bad mood and carrying all this stuff and just want to get to your destination mm-hmm. and wearing heels i i would take my shoes off or i would have a golf cart of some sort come get me and bring me to the place it looked very far they said it was half a mile which like when you're wearing spike heels like that's, no. that's far that's awful I, yeah, it was one of those moments where it's like it's obnoxious to listen to Carrie complain, but also I understand <laughs> why she was complaining. Yes. Um, she sounded a little bit Ramona-esque when she was like, Where's the butlers? But I, I got I, it. Yeah, like, guys, you're in a house like on a lake in Texas. Like, it's, please don't ask for butlers. Like, that's I mean, a bit there was much. staff. Like, it's right. not like I I agree though, I would have just taken off my shoes. I don't think there were like shards of glass on that private driveway. Um <laughs> So this is this is an interesting trip because we obviously have had some drama between Tiffany and some of the other ladies, but they seem to all pretty be to be pretty chill with Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Carrie gives her a nice apology, but the the real kind of uh, problem area is Carrie and Deandra, and we see Still. before they even before they even get on the buses, Deandra is really having a lot of angst about how things are going to go with Carrie on the trip. I love seeing Jeremy kind of give her some encouragement. First of all, I think Jeremy looks the best he's ever looked. I was kind of like, Ooh, like Papa looks good. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, I think Jeremy and Deandra both look great this season actually. Yeah. But I love, I, I feel like he's a very supportive partner and is like listening to her and, you know, not making her feel dumb for having these issues. I don't know. I, I, 
I like their relationship. Yeah, I do um, appreciate him. And also how he's so he reminds me of like a coach. You know what I mean? Like she always calls <laughs> and he like gives like ad- like pep talks and advice. But he's always just like there in the corner. But he's like a happy energy. That's the word I'm looking for. He's a happy energy. But we we see the girls like disperse to their rooms, which I don't understand. I know, Dylan, you really enjoy this house. It's like massive and beautiful. And and it's I wish beautiful. we got a bigger tour, like more of I a tour. St- I stalked the house. I found it on Google Maps and I went to the website of the property. Okay. <laughs> um, sadly, no prices are listed. Like you have to inquire for, about booking it, which makes, I mean, it's like a whole estate. No, um, it's like rude. It's a beautiful home. Well, not like a home, but it's like a beautiful property. Uh, I, yeah. So I think it's interesting. They get there, they go out by the water. Carrie is kind of giving this speech about how she's happy everyone is there. And she makes kind of a big deal out of apologizing to Tiffany and kind of Mm -hmm. clearing the air, which I think was great. I think that was kind of necessary. I think Tiffany actually has a really excellent attitude on this episode because she knows that she's kind of made some missteps. She knows that the pizza party didn't go well. And we see her talking about how she feels like she's never really had a group of girlfriends. And this is kind of her opportunity for that. And she feels like she's blowing it. And that... That may be sad because I think Tiffany has a lot of really great qualities. And I think the women overall like want to enjoy her and they're just ca- have kind of gotten off on the wrong foot in some of these cases. But I think they're trying to move past that. But even before Deandra said anything, I was like, oh, this is going to be a problem that Carrie was saying all this stuff about Tiffany, but not a peep about Deandra. Yeah. And the thing is between this, these two relationship, these I can't, these two's relationship between Carrie and Deandra. The two's of them. The two's, these two's. Um, these two's. The, Deandra has been vocal about how she feels, obviously, but the fact that the two of them have never sat down and had an actual talk that we've seen recently, it's always just like an arguing match at the dinner table. Carrie's not going to go ahead and apologize to Deandra the way yep. she just did to Tiffany, but the issue is, so typical Carrie, she knew what she was doing. She knew she wasn't apologizing to Deandra on the dock. And that w- is what irks me a little bit because she did that on purpose. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. 
please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. So Tiffany and Deandra kind of retire to their room and everybody's getting ready for dinner. They're talking about this situation. And to be honest, I think everything that Deandra was saying to Tiffany was super fair. I think she was speaking from the heart. I think she really was more expressing her frustrations than shit-talking Carrie. But of course, Carrie and Cameron over here, and it becomes this thing of like, oh, like, you were talking about us in the room and you were talking all this shit about Carrie and, oh, we heard you and it's going to be a whole thing. And... Why does was... no one whisper in their rooms or close the door? Like, oh my god! I in know. any show, just this house can... is guys. This house is so big, <laughs> and I... Uh, but I thought it was a little. It was a little weird that then Carrie and Cam went to Brandy and Stephanie, and Carrie is actually crying about hearing Deandra say stuff about her, and it's like. Deandra's not saying anything about how you're like this terrible, awful person who is the scum of the earth. Like, yeah, she is frustrated. And I think these two are just like fundamentally not on the same page about their relationship. And I think that becomes even more clear later in the episode. But it's like Carrie is turning it into this thing of like Deandra is being like this evil woman to me. And it's like you guys just have these issues you need, you need to work through. Nobody is like trying to ruin anybody else's life. Right. Well, this happens with any relationship up until they have a conversation. It's going to keep escalating. Yeah. So yeah. if they had had a conversation prior, Deandra wouldn't have had that conversation. However, while Deandra was quote unquote talking shit about Carrie, Tiffany was being a good friend and like yeah. def- to carry because she didn't want to take sides. And the funny thing is that she had no idea that Carrie and, and Cam were listening on the other side. So even Cam whispered to Carrie, she's like, she's defending you. And like, she was kind of just playing devil's advocate to Deandra. She was like, well, maybe you should like give her a chance, yeah. like hear her I actually, out. I was happy in that moment because I think Tiffany sort of unknowingly scored some, yeah, some points with points. the other women. And I, I mean, I don't need everyone to get along all the time. Certainly that's not how housewives works, but I don't I don't want Tiffany to kind of have this like lower position in the group just because of some misunderstandings that mm-hmm. I think could be pretty easily cleared up. Um so yeah, then we get to the dinner table and after they play their little game of chicken shit bingo, which I didn't really do anything for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, um pretty much immediately we launch into uh Carrie versus Deandra and it really it goes downhill quickly very quick I like I'm sorry I've said this I wouldn't mess with Deandra like she she's like definitely more mature than Carrie I think and in this situation like oh now we hear it say situation all the time when we talk about Dallas. Now in this situation in this situation I don't want to pick a team but if I had to I was team Deandra oh Should I, I I agree. Should she have left? No, but we see this happen all the time. There's no stopping a housewife from leaving the dinner table or walking away. She definitely should have stayed, but I, I understand her reasoning for getting up and leaving. Like she kind of like put it right in front of Carrie and Carrie was just like, the thing the um, one- I didn't like the carry to that in front of everyone. That's uh, my biggest thing that yeah. I've said about any any time we talk about this on any episode. I say don't like when it happens in front of the whole group. So should there be conversations with witnesses? Yes, there should absolutely be people. <laughs> I know I, witnesses, witnesses, but like, should the conversation have happened at the dinner table? Yes. Should Carrie have been Can standing and, sa- and saying like, 
talking about it almost like she's giving a speech in front of everyone no like that's just distasteful i okay i i agree with you I agree with everything you're saying. I'm mostly on team Deandra more than team Carrie. Carrie, yeah. I, I appreciate that she's bringing it this season. I just don't really enjoy her. Um, I do think that Deandra, I'm not, I'm rarely a fan of the word bullying being used on Real Housewives because I think that even when these women try to pick apart what is bullying and what is not, they are rarely actually using a, a, an accurate definition and I believe that Carrie has done things that are not nice to Deandra I believe Carrie has done things that are maybe like picking on Deandra but I just think at this point in Housewives you know legend the bullying thing is just so it's such a loaded term and people react so strongly to it because they think it has this connotation of like being a bad person or whatever and it's like just say you weren't nice to me say you did stuff to me that i didn't like because then immediately carrie's like well you bullied me and it's like okay yeah we love it we love a comeback of the same uh neither of you were like really bullying each other and even if you were it's like i just think that word has so much kind of layered meaning to it that it's not really a productive thing to say because and no matter like how shitty of a person you are, if somebody says that you are a bully, you're always going to be like, how dare you? Like, I would never be a bully. Like, I'm not a bully. Like, maybe maybe you couldn't handle what I said to you, but I'm not a bully. And I think it's just there are because of the way that word kind of is is received. I think it's rarely the the right thing to say in a conversation with someone. I agree that we talked about this yesterday too, with the word like attack, like you can't just throw around the word. However, when Deandra said that they did use multiple flashback clips of times that Carrie really was, I would say picking on her in front of the group. So like she did not throw that word out of left fields. Like it, it kind of like, was it I agree like we can't just call everyone a bully but in that case like she had there were plenty of examples so I don't think it was like the worst word to use but again you can't just use it and right Carrie's gonna be like you were bullying no Deandra didn't bully you so you can't just go back and say that because that's how you felt you want to know what just occurred to me what I almost feel like Carrie is reminding me a little bit of Lisa Barlow right now where it seems like she feels like she is the queen bee of the group in a way and she is kind of on a level above Deandra but watching the show it's like I actually like Deandra more than I like you and it kind of reminds me of how I feel like in the in the eyes of the Salt Lake City cast Lisa is on a level above Heather and it's like okay but like I actually I mean, I I think Lisa is good on the show, but I I don't like her more than I like Heather. I don't think she's like a better, cooler person than Heather is. Right. And it's weird that women of this, these ages are actually like fighting for like a queen like title. It's bizarre. Yeah. And this season, because (laughs) Carrie is closer, I guess, with Cameron and Brandy and Stephanie, it's almost like she feels like she is kind of in the like top tier of the show. But I think from the sense that I get from most people online they don't actually like Carrie on the show very much. So it's like, I guess good for her that in terms of her friendships in the cast, she is in a good place, but like, that doesn't mean, I I feel like it's kind of like a Teddy situation where it's like, okay, just because you're Kyle's best friend doesn't mean that you're like, you know, the 
head bitch in charge. Ooh, this is a fun question. Would you rather have get along and have the whole cast like you and be friends or the whole audience love you and not really get along with the cast? You know, I think that's really tricky because obviously, you know, conflict is good. And in terms of staying on the show, it's good to have like, you know, interesting tension with people. I think in terms of like being in the group, I'd rather um, be liked by the audience and mm-hmm. and at least disliked by part of the cast because I think a lot of the time some of the people on these shows are kind of like sh- shitty people in certain ways. And so it's like I would rather be confident in what I'm doing. And I feel like that's like what Heather has done so well is she's been so herself. She's been so authentic. She's kept it real. And people are really connecting with that. Whereas like I think Lisa is a great real housewife, but like – I would rather hang out with Heather. Also, the audience is a lot larger than your well, cast. True. I mean, <laughs> filming, might, filming might not be super fun, but it's not like Heather, like somebody like Heather Deandra has no friends on the show. So. Right, exactly. Um, I'm curious to see how this the rest of this trip goes. I don't, I can't really tell if Deandra like fully left the trip. I guess we'll see. It kind of seems like she did, but. Yeah, because they show they ended with her talking to Jeremy again, the coach, and telling him what happened. And I think that Stephanie or some someone ran after her, but we for, we didn't so. talk about hello. We have to talk about when she left. Tiffany starts crying and comparing yeah. this scene to her parents fighting. And I loved when all the women they went to all the women's confessionals and they were like, no, sweetie, like this isn't this isn't the same. Like it's it's you're not involved in this and it shouldn't be affecting you that way. It's one thing to like, OK, I hate seeing my friends fight. But for you to get that emotional, it was kind of in front of all the yeah, girls. I like It was know, very weird. I'm curious if Tiffany was like really drunk or something and kind of just like because some of us just let those emotions flow. It was a little dramatic. I Carrie yeah, bugged we'll out and was like, if you fucking think I'm going and apologizing to Deandra, like you're wrong, like finger in her face, like bugging out because I get it. Carrie doesn't want to be told what to do. And like sh- when she feels a certain way, she'll go talk. But like, whoa, Tiffany's like never had anyone like yell at her like that. Yeah, before. Carrie, to me, Carrie's just like doing too much. Like, like I said, I appreciate that she is, you know, put it clearly putting in a lot of effort in her second season because the first on her first season it was kind of like oh she gave us nothing because she's a much larger presence this season which is you know cool for her but i a lot of the time the way she directs her energy i'm kind of like yikes like chill (laughs) like please I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences 
Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Let's uh, segue into our dear friends at Summer House because our dear friends a tri- at Summer House. A, a, a triangle of love that we I don't think are ever going to get to the bottom of. It's like Literally, I picture a triangle and people just like running in it. That's what I that's what I envision. Like, it's so awkward. And I, I've been dying to say this. Like, I really have after watching last night's episode, Dylan, I need to know where you stand. Like, I'm like more leaning towards Team Luke. Okay. I am. You I'll know, tell okay, you why. So I think it's I think there are like nuances to this because it's not just like two girls are fighting over a guy because like, there's this really interesting back and forth with Hannah and Luke, obviously. And then also Sierra, I think is doing a good job of kind of trying to get to the bottom of what really happened with Hannah and Luke and holding Luke accountable for the fact that he was kind of playing both sides. And I actually think in this first scene where Sierra takes Luke outside, I think she's doing, she's being a really good, I mean, new, they still just met, but she's, really sticking up for hannah and basically being Mm -hmm. like look like if you were tech like what what was happening last summer like i don't think that was fair to like either of us like it's not just i think from the first episode it kind of felt like it was going to be like hannah versus sierra fighting for luke and i think it's actually a lot more complicated than that yes i it's hard because hannah is a female with feelings. Duh, we've all been there. And I get that. I I get it. But we don't know what happened during the winter. Like Luke has kept his cool up obviously until the end. Luke has kept his cool and like had conversation was like, and called her out and was like, Hannah, we were on the same page. Like we were friends. And I feel like, I don't know if I thought he was leading, if I think he was leading her on or if they were just actually talking as friends. Do I have guy friends like that that I talk to every single day? No, because if you're not like sleeping with them, it's kind of like a, I don't know. I know some people have guy friends, but I talk to my girlfriends more about everyday stuff as opposed to the way Mm -hmm. Hannah and Luke talk, which is, I think is why Hannah looked at it as if they were dating. And yeah, I mean, it, it's very difficult. Like she keeps bringing up that she gave him head, which I'm like, Hannah, stop bringing that up. Like it's, it's a lot, but 
I don't. Barry, I feel like Barry, he, he, he ejaculated in her mouth twice. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I feel bad because like you can't you yeah. can't sometimes control your feelings yeah. or emotions, but I do feel that Luke was like being like saying whatever he was like not lying. He was I don't know. No, I maybe the, I'm that's wrong. The thing. I, I don't think- know. I think what you're saying about the fact that we're we're never going to get to the bottom of it is exactly right, because clearly they were not on the same, you know, whatever, whatever happened, happened. But looking back on it now, however many months later, clearly they have different versions of events, specifically Mm -hmm. this conversation that they had when Hannah was in Minnesota. He basically says that he friend zoned her and that that was that. And that's kind of his idea of what happened. And she sees it more as like, I mean, we said we weren't going to like label anything, but that doesn't mean like we're never going to hook up or have feelings or whatever. And I just think it's like, yeah, we're never going to get a more, there's not going to be a more concise answer than that. Like maybe one of them is correct and one of them is wrong, but also I think it's just as, if not more likely that a mix of those two things happened. And yeah, especially when it's a complicated relationship situation with a lot of feelings and a lot of emotions, like people, people take away from a conversation what they want to and what they need to in that moment. And the thing is, they, I think it was 10 months. They said um, that the two of them were not, are not, and were not virgins. So the (laughs) fact that for 10 months, you actually did label it and called your and said you were dating and didn't sleep together. I'm sorry. That to me is just like a pen pal or a long, a long distance relationship because I would be out. There is no way the guy, like you're telling me neither of them slept with anyone that entire time. And if they did, they're not dating. I'm barely dating someone for 10 hours before I sleep with them. I mean, come on. Exactly. You got to take it for a. a... (laughs) I mean, to, to be, to be honest, I'm sleeping with someone before I'm dating them. Yeah. But also it's weird because they did other things. So it's not like they just were really celibate and like, didn't do like, like, it's just, I don't know. We got to we, we gotta we gotta move, move on. on. I can't <laughs> talk about this anymore. Um, but yeah, I, I do think overall Sierra did a good job of kind of yeah. um, not trying to, to Sierra's really- Sierra's doing like, a good job at everything. Like make just the laying, situation worse. Laying um, there. We got to talk about Lindsay and Steven, aka Stravi, uh, because, oh my God. So this, this night that we pick up on, it's like 10 p.m. And he goes back down to the room to work. And Lindsay goes in and I got to say, I thought this might be the first murder we ever witnessed on a Bravo show because <laughs> she wouldn't she, do it on camera. I got, yeah, she would put a blanket over the camera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it wouldn't be a snuff film, um, <laughs> but she, we get the iconic quote that was teased in the season trailer of how many sandwiches have you made for me? And which is like, not like, wasn't, like good for me because we already saw this on Vanderpump rules. So it like, wasn't like, to be honest, like I wasn't like, I didn't like that because it wasn't like, Oh my God, that's so funny. We saw it already with Jackson, Brittany, like the exact same conversation. If you remember. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's different a little bit because in this com in this context, like he came to the house, like it's a, yeah. it's not just their everyday life. And I think when they have their conversation later in the episode, I think it's really interesting to hear Lindsay say how 
you know, you know, my love language is quality time. And like, other than when we're in bed at night, like you haven't made any effort to spend that quality time with me. And that, you know, that's what I need out of this relationship and you're not giving it to me. So if what you need out of this relationship is sandwiches and me bringing you a drink, like, why am I giving that to you? If you're not giving me what I need. Totally. But the way they're editing this maybe is, is showing a little bit of a different side because like it's happening during the day and like he's working, which is totally understandable. The 10 PM part was, was the, was the, the kicker there because it's one that's really showing that you don't want to be there. It's one thing to go mm-hmm. and like, I'm going to lay down. I want to watch a movie, but like you went to go back on your computer to work like at 10 PM. That's like, count. That's him saying like, count me out of this. Like, I don't want anything to do. Right. With this. And then, I mean, he says, like, I came to this house to support you and, like, to... I mean, I think without saying it directly, he's saying, like, I did the show because it was best for you to have me here on the show. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a little bit cringe in terms of, like, a long-term relationship context. But I think it's interesting that Danielle is... Who is... I mean, she's the closest one with Lindsay in the house for sure she is really not on board with this relationship. And as she hears them yelling at each other, she's like, Lindsay like wants to move in with this man. And if she does that, like she's going to marry him and have kids. And like Danielle clearly sees from a mile away that this is not headed anywhere good. And I, I think it's interesting to see that she's really like worried for her friend to make a long-term mistake. Totally. I, you can tell, I think Paige was the one that said it too. Like, we don't want to say Lindsay's settling in this situation, but like she want because she wants that end goal of engagement, babies, mm-hmm. marriage, whatever. She wants Steven to be it, but she doesn't want to start over again to to if they break up. But like you have to if it's not going to work out. And also from more than a mile away, like from my couch, I can see that this isn't working either because he has like, I'm sorry, no offense to Steven, but like he has like no personality. So it's like there was like nothing there. I'm like, hello. It's interesting. Like, I know it's only been a few episodes. I know it's only been a few episodes and we've spent a lot of time with the Luke situation. Like, uh, I'm not saying we, you know, that he is just like a piece of cardboard, but we really haven't gotten any, any kind of like fun content of him yet. And I I don't think it's coming either. I know it can take a minute, whatever, but yeah, it is interesting that they haven't really made any effort if that footage exists to show it to us. Um, and, and the girls like we're counting. They're like, how long do you think like it takes? It'll take. And I'm like, I like how long until he's out of the house. And I'm like, Oh, that's never a good look for people to do that behind your back. Like about your relationship. Like it's awkward, but it's true. And it was, it was kind of, kind of amazing when Amanda was like, damn, I'm glad nobody was ever taking bets on my relationship. And they're like, Oh girl, please. Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that Kyle and Amanda actually seem like they're in a really good place this summer. Them on watch Trappin's live last night was, I had a smile on my face. It was like, I loved watching them. I I think they've come a really long way. I do. I mean, I think we have to be real about the fact that when you're starting a business with your partner, that is like super stressful. It can be a make or break thing for a lot of couples. Mm -hmm. And now that Loverboy seems to be doing great, I, it, they probably have less 
stress and anxiety and more time to actually like enjoy each other's company. I think that probably makes a huge difference. I've still never tried lover boy. I've tried the, the classic flavors. I haven't tried the spritz like cocktail ones. Mm -hmm. Um, The classic ones are good. They're like, it's a, it's a hard tea. Like there's an Arnold Palmer flavor one, like I think like Mm. a peach hibiscus. They're good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, it's like a similar drinking experience to a white claw, but like more of like a flavored, more fun, like like a juice kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's my official. Dylan, been- Dylan is taking Carl's role as sales at, for Lover Boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carlito, I speaking of Carl, the one the funniest moment of this episode was when they got like delivery Mexican food. And Lindsay and Stravi are outside having their big argument. And Carl just like peeks his head over the balcony and is like, hey guys, uh, hi, like just so you know, like your food is getting cold. And Lindsay's like, thanks, Carlito. And Carl goes back inside and is like, Lindsay's, sm- Lindsay's smiling. I think it's going well. <laughs> okay, but that right there for them, for Lindsay to have that smile on her face when she sees Carl and then goes back and like is miserable know, and talking like I that's know. a sign right there. It's like, no, no, no. Get up and go eat your food. Uh, the one other thing I, I just want to point out is that Paige um, is clearly more and more miserable by the day in her relationship with yeah. Perry. First of all, I um, have to point out that they call each other puppy on the phone, which is just just not good bad news and he wants to go to miami for six months together and she is like terrified which is just red flag we know now that perry is in miami and Paige is in new york and we know they're not dating anyway but sorry we keep going on one another thing raise your hand if sierra's room gives you anxiety to the max why is her bed full of everything she owns at all times? And then she goes to sleep on it. Wait, I, was I, need like, to go, I need to go back because I, I oh, missed that. And then the somebody, whole, oh my God, no. Somebody DM'd me like, doesn't Sierra's bed stress you out? And I like ignored you it. You didn't notice? <gasps> no, I, okay. To be honest, like I watched, I did like a, I did like a two hour clubhouse room last night. And then I was watching <laughs> Summer House kind of late because I had to eat. So like I was watching enough where I could take notes on what was happening, but yeah. I wasn't like, I wasn't like really like focusing. Well, I fully. also have OCD. So of course I would notice that, but you'll no, notice that would it stress me out too. Like, now when you go I, back. I don't even like having stuff on my bed, like during the day, like sometimes <laughs> I have like, if I have like my iPad and my water bottle and stuff, it like stresses me out. It's a lot. There's a lot on okay. her bed. There's a lot. I'll go back. Somebody was like, somebody was like, why haven't you made a meme of Sierra's bed? I'm I like, thought you were too, to be honest. I'm like, it's, ele- <laughs> it's 11 p.m. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. If if you guys follow uh, Bravo by Batches on Instagram, which you totally should, um, I love getting DMs and stuff from you guys. It's fun to interact. And also um, you guys always like see stuff and point things out um sometimes there's just truly too much going on the amount of dms i've gotten about lisa barlow's spray tan hands i know it's like i know we know <laughs> i haven't done questions in a while maybe i'll do questions next week and pop on so people can see my Ooh, face yeah. too because it's great my fun face. times fun times in the meantime don't forget to rate review subscribe like i said follow bravo by batches on instagram uh, we will be back on Monday to talk okay. about Real Housewives of Atlanta. And uh, I think there's going to be some, some yes. stripper drama. Stripper. Um, have, have a great weekend. Bye, everyone. Stay safe. Stay warm. And just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.